Hey guys, it's Misty with the Free Your Mom podcast. Do we really want to do shadow work number two? We never do, but we're going to. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. I figured I'd give you guys a laugh since uh, shadow work's not fun. So yeah, that voiceover really honestly is the way I feel sometimes when I'm going through shadow work myself. It's like, do I really have to? Okay, fine. Yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> All right, guys, I hopefully you really enjoyed shadow work part one. Um, it is a very sensitive subject, a very, um, but it's, it's one, like I said, in episode one, that is, it gets, doesn't really, I don't think people fully understand it. I don't think people fully take it for what it truly is. And I hope that part one cleared that up for you guys a little bit. Those of you that had listened and was oh so kind. And I really appreciate you guys. I just want to let you know that I really appreciate being able to have people out there that really want to learn about these things, because I will tell you, it's definitely been life changing for me. So I'm taking all of my collective uh, hard lessons in life learned and I'm passing them along to you. And in the meantime, we um, we're going to have all kinds of really cool spiritual and paranormal and spooky and funny conversations to be had. Um, in the future. And I'm just really grateful for the support guys. I just want to let you know that. So in this part two of shadow work, um, I am going to kind of, I'm sure I'm going to reiterate shadow work. And I'm also going to tell you, what can you do? What can you do to like, once you recognize it, once you feel like you've processed it, um, and just some good pointers. Like, what do you do after that? How do you make yourself feel better? And uh, a lot of us are making ourselves feel better about our traumas by doing negative things. Okay. Um, I really feel like people who have had bad things happen in their life, traumas, um, they tuck them very deep and how they come back out and how I feel like a lot of people in this world deal with them not in the right ways. Um, let's just say that maybe for some alcoholism stems from that. Others drug use to make them feel numb and forget about it. Others, they have other addictions such as sexual addictions or shopping addictions. I mean, it's, it's very broad. Um, and, um, but, but that is definitely one way of maybe if you see that about yourself and you start really trying to deep dive into yourself and you start seeing, Ooh, I don't like, I don't like this about me. Why am I like this? Start digging. Start thinking about those past memories. Start thinking about what made me feel this way. Um, and allow spirit to kind of allow the memories to unfold and acknowledge it, process it. And one thing I did not tell you to do, and um, a gentleman who I am taking classes with right now who is amazing, and he has definitely helped me grow, I think, so much from this class by taking it was uh, Mr. Richard LaRocca, who is a, um, and I always apologize because I feel like I'm saying his last name wrong, but um, he's an ordained minister through the Lilydale um, Assembly in Lilydale, New York, which is an amazing place. If you don't know what it is, look it up, go <laughs> take a trip. <laughs> I've only been once and I can't wait to go back, but um yeah, I, I have learned a lot from him. And one thing that he had taught me in a class recently is you need to tell yourself, I'm sorry for, for going through that. 
And I never really thought about it that way until he had mentioned that. Like, I understood shadow work and I understood traumas and triggers and, okay, like, trying to do shadow work. I'm not new to it by any means because um, I got a lot and I'm still, you know, you're, you're always going to have shadow work, unfortunately. It's not a one and done. And, um, but to, because there was things that happened to me that's like, well, I shouldn't be apologizing to me. You know, they should apologize to me for what they did to me. And there you go looking at it all wrong. And I realized that I'm like, oh my God, you know, it makes so much sense. No, I need to forgive myself for allowing myself to relive that and cause it to eat at me all these years. Like, that's not fair. I should have, I should have recognized it for, for what it was, when it was, but we're, we're always evolving. We're always growing. We're never staying the same. I mean, we're always going to be healing. We're constantly going to be tested each and every day. This is earth school. I tell that to my son all the time and I joke around with him, but it truly is. Welcome to earth school. You're currently in your fleshy suit. Really, you're, you signed up for this, whether you realize it or not, via your soul contract, and you're on this earth to learn a bunch of lessons. And, you know, whether you believe in past lives and karma and all that stuff, and you're, you know, trying to, to rectify what you've done in the past, um, bad things are going to happen to you. Life is not all hunky-dory. That's not the way I don't feel God intended it to be. We all we're going to have our trials and tribulations and we're, we need to take those trials and tribulations and help those to grow. That was once in the place that we were and now we have grown and evolved and now we need to be the ones to help those pick themselves up, teach them the way. Kind of like, you know, all, all of you're just being a good human being. You're being what Jesus would want to want you to be. You know, look, I, I constantly, when I pray, I always say, God, help me see each and every person through Jesus's eyes. If I could have Jesus's eyes, that is, I feel like I would be, I would look at everything and everyone different. And I do, I try to each and every day, but your fleshy's going to get in the way, you know, cause you're not fully spirit. You are, you are soul, you are spirit, and you are body. You are all three right now, and they will fight each other on a daily. <laughs> and, um, but anywho, I do, I really try and, and, and I challenge you to try to do that as you're do, and that will actually cause you to probably wind up having shadow work at some point. So those of you that are like, I want to do shadow. I love it when people are like, I want to do shadow work. I'm like, you do. You really do. I don't think you do. I don't think you've never done shadow work if you want to do shadow work. It's not something I don't ever want to experience, but it's necessary. It's necessary to heal the soul. Um, but basically, um, I just, let's go, let's talk about traumas. Let's start off with that. And I feel like recently with a big, um, and I know there's some people out, out there that feel like the mental health movement is a bunch of baloney. I don't. Um, I feel like the world society has been like plugging and plugging and bam, bam over our heads to, to be these machines. I feel like society expects us anymore to be these robots when we actually are flesh and blood and we are living, breeding creatures that are supposed to be 
you know, experiencing this lifetime. Most of us are walking around like zombies, I feel like. So, and we've all had traumas, all of us. And most of shadow work is going to be caused by traumas that you've had in your life. I kind of opened up a little bit and explained to you that there, I had a trigger and a trauma in the last one. Well, I am going to open up this time and tell you also, while I'm explaining these things, another trigger and trauma of mine that I have. Um, I can't say that I've totally rectified it, but it's, it's in process. And you're always going to be in process. Until you are totally evolved as a spiritual being, you are always going to be healing. You are never fully healed. Until we leave this plane and go to the next and then we'll determine where we go from there. You know, it's, it's crazy. No one's perfect, you know, and if that person thinks they're perfect then they got a lot of learning to do, but anywho, um, the thing is, is in order to help others, you have to understand and be able to be at those others level. And those others could be, all right, let's say that you've had, like you were adopted and you kind of have always had kind of like that outcast feeling, you know, within you. Well, your trigger is probably from your adoption. So then you need to help find yourself a way to heal that, accept all for what it is. And how can I use this to better myself, heal my soul, and then to help others. And by helping others, through these bad and negative situations, you will actually heal a little bit of your, your shadow self that had to go through that situation. And I will tell you, as much as it, it hurts to have to, to recognize that you went through it and then talk about it and talk about it to someone else to help them through it, it is a very bittersweet process to go through, but it is absolutely rewarding whenever you truly do help that one person. Um, so basically whatever trauma you, you may have, so, you know, your, your fear of abandonment might've came from a, a parent that had left you and you really didn't have a relationship. Um, or you have, uh, like people like to call them, quote unquote, mommy or daddy issues. Um, just because you may have not felt totally supported as a child by one or the other. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, unfortunately, the, the ugly side of it, if you have some sort of, you were bullied in school um, and people said nasty words to you, well, that gave you a complex or you unfortunately were sexually abused and you have now body complexes or relationship complexes from stemming from that and you don't even realize it. So traumas are triggers um, and they are going to show themselves in trigger. Your traumas are going to show themselves in your triggers. Kind of like I explained with my no, the word no was my trigger, not my trauma. And I had to figure out what my trauma was, which was why the word no was such a trigger for me. Make sense? Okay. I don't know if you answered or not, but I think that makes sense. So you first, like I said, you need to identify your traumas. 
Um, and I challenge you to do that if you really want to work and do shadow work. <laughs> but I mean, I get it. For some of you, you might be like, I'm sick and tired of feeling this way. You know, I'm waving my little white flag. I don't like who I am. I don't like why I feel this way. I don't like who I'm becoming. Start taking some mirror moments. Start sitting like, okay, I feel this way. Why do I feel this way? And, and journal it. Get a book. Write it down. You know, that might help you process it. And I will also tell you, okay, so in part one, I said that there is someone, and this is what I'm going to tell you, you know, that is in my life and that is a family member that has done a great deal of, I guess, mental anguish is the best way I can say it to me. Um, and, and it's, it's really not even, it's, it's just something that I know will never change. And I know it will always be the same. And, um, I don't think I'd ever get heard. And that's another frustrating thing. Um, but I got to accept that. And sometimes you're going to have to realize that some of these traumas, you got to accept it. And you gotta be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you went through that. And I'm sorry that it will never change, but you can change. And that's the beauty of healing. You can change and you can change how you choose to deal with that individual. And you can choose how to either sometimes walk away and distance yourself or fully embrace it. But I will tell you, do not match their energy. If someone's coming at you in a negative, foul way, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to refrain and want to just be like, oh, I just want to give you a piece of my mind. Don't do it. Because what's happening is, is you're coming down to their level. Okay. You're lowering, you're lowering your vibration. You want to stay positive. Whenever you're doing shadow work, you need to stay positive in those higher vibrational realms. Why? Spirit's easy to easier to access for one. You allow yourself to get all low down in the dumps and dark dark's going to creep in now that's their breeding ground so it's very important not to stoop to their level because you have other powers and principalities on the other side that are always there ready to either help you or hurt you so um yeah 10 out of 10 don't stoop to their level and i will tell you that god here i go again with my brain farts it's horrible absolutely horrible i mean sometimes it's not even a fart it's like absolutely a brain shit like a diarrhea <laughs> it's just like god i get so involved and i like my i feel like my brain moves faster than my mouth sometimes and then brain like already processed what i'm about to say like five minutes ago and my mouth just didn't get it out in time it's like yep yeah, nope it's gone god help me again 40 year old club it's great wait till y'all get there if you're already there, you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to explain myself. Oh, Lord. But, um, yeah, don't. Oh, okay. So, yes. I, see, I'll come back. I'll come back eventually. Just my brain had to take a hiatus and be like, reset, reboot. So, we, um, whenever you have someone that you know you're never going to get that apology, you're never going to be able to sit down and rectify and be like, Hey, you made me feel this way. And you, you may, you know, already, I will never get that. When I say, write it down, journal these things. If it's something negative and you want to release it, take that piece of paper, go outside, throw it in a fire, 
Don't light a fire in your home. I don't want to be responsible for anyone's home insurance, guys. <laughs> but burn it. Yeah, in a safe way. Don't be stupid. But burn, burn, write a letter to that person. Just bear your soul, okay? Bear it. Write everything that you that this person just did to you and hurt you and get it out. You got to get it out. If you keep it held in, what did I say? It's going to be like a cancer. It's going to fester. It's going to rot. It's going to grow. It's going to make you a miserable individual. And that is not what we want in this lifetime. You're only given it once. So write it down. Burn it. Okay? And then, in turn, speak life into your life. Okay? Speak good things. Be like, okay, everything opposite of what that person made you feel. So say that person made you feel stupid for years. No, I'm very smart. I am a smart individual. Positive affirm, positively affirm yourself. Use positive affirmations and speak life into your life. Okay. Um, someone told you you're not good enough. No, I'm great. I can do this with ease. I, I am perfect just the way I am, okay? And I want you, even if you don't feel these positive affirmations, okay? I want you to speak them into your life and speak them every day and use these positive. And I can guarantee you that as if you positively affirm these words into your life, it's going to change because perception is everything. You perceive that you're never going to change, that you're never going to heal from this wound, then you never will. But if you recognize it, own it, release it, work on it, healing it, and positively affirm yourself against it, you're going to see a change in you. I've seen a change in me wholeheartedly. I'm not telling you everything that I'm telling you is not something I haven't had to deal with or go through on my own. So I am speaking from utmost realist life lessons here and stuff that I have actively had to do. I have act actively had to write a note of just vent, venting, just get it out and burned it and just say, I'm not, I'm not accepting that anymore. I'm not accepting the treatment of this person anymore. If, and, and if I have to be around this person and I feel like I am being treated in such a way, I am going to shut off because it's not someone that I can unfortunately say goodbye to. And everyone has their own, you'll have your own, okay? You'll have your own convictions of how you need to deal with your shadow work situations. My conviction is I, I'm not saying goodbye to this person. Some people will outright cut people off of their entire life. And I understand that. I'm not going to say that that's right or wrong. That's, if that is what you felt you need to do to heal, then that is what you needed to do. Me, I felt like, no, I'm going to try to understand this person. I'm really going to try to, and that's just, I think, the empath in me, naturally. I'm going to, yes, this person hurt me in many, many, many ways, but I am going to take that lesson, the, the lessons that I learned, and I am going to try to dig deep into why is this person that way? Why? Let me dig deep into them. So it's one thing, and that's really when you're doing shadow work. I mean, trust me. And it, it was a beautiful thing that came out of it because I had to dig deep into myself, do my own shadow work as to why I'm so affected by this person and what is causing me to be affected. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
to recognizing all the triggers that this person causes me to then being like, okay, I get it. And I get the lessons learned. And how do I, how do I help myself here? And honestly, what helped me is I healed a part of me that through understanding that individual. And I don't feel like that individual now, I feel like they had a bad hand in life too, which didn't make it right for them to take some stuff out on me. But I think I understand why they are the way they are. And I honestly, again, looking through them through the eyes of Christ, I really kind of, I see more compassion for them now. It's still hard to deal. It's still hard to tolerate sometimes, but I will truly try to the day I die to really fully understand this person from a place of a, of a soul. Okay. And I can't, I can only meet this person so far because I have evolved past that. And so you can't expect these people just because you're healing for them to be totally like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry. I did that to you. If they're not on your level, it's just, they ain't going to see it. They're not, it doesn't matter what words you speak to them or anything that you try to explain to them. If they are not on that same spiritual level mentally and spiritually, then you're going to get bad results. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that really helped explain something um, to someone. But some ways, okay, let me just say some ways that, and I just, I was looking over my notes and one of my notes is, is understanding equals healing. And I, I didn't even really realize that until I looked down, but that is, that's very true as to what I just said. When you start to understand and try to take your, you can't take yourself to, totally out of the situation because there's a reason why you're feeling the way you're feeling or thinking the way you're feeling. But if you try to step aside from the pain and the hurt, and you look at it through a different perspective, a different set of eyes, like a spiritual set of eyes, then you do open your mind and really understand, okay, maybe this is where this person's coming from. And no, it doesn't give them the right, but maybe the next time I'm going to try to, to help me heal, I'm going to deal with them in a different kind of way. Okay understanding equals healing. It's so true. It was, it's been true in my own life. Some of the ways once you release these things and, and it's ugly and it's hurtful, and this is all pains and traumas that you've gone through. I highly recommend that you do something happy for yourself. Do something that gives you joy. Now don't go to bad habits and stuff like that. Try to do something and to kind of connect you more in, in spirit and however, whatever it is, whether it's like, okay, let's just go for a walk. Let me get out in nature and let me just breathe and get some fresh air. Or let me just go outside and read a book and sit in the sunshine. Or I love to kayak. So, I mean, not that every time you have a, a dark shadow work moment, can I go kayaking, but that really does like reset me. It is a, a peace, a serenity for me. Um, I love being by the water. It's a very calming, almost, it's almost medicine to my soul. Um, but just something, and, and it, like I said, in my podcast, the first podcast, I was at work to ground myself immediately. And that's what I'm explaining to you. Do something that makes you happy. Do something that like makes you feel 
secure and grounded and happy in, in your decisions and pat yourself on the back, basically, that you just worked through this and you recognize it. And this is part of what you need to do to heal your soul and be happier with yourself. Um, but I had to go to the bathroom. I immediately recognized what trigger I had, what trauma it came from. And it really hit me like a ton of bricks and I was super overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this right here on the work floor. So I went to the bathroom and I put myself in a stall and I did breath work. And breath work is something that you can do anywhere that you have a realization that's a little overwhelming. Um, and it's simply as simple, simply as simple, because <laughs> it really is, as just closing your eyes and taking three deep breaths in through your nose and then holding it for a few seconds, however long you can, and then releasing it slowly out through your mouth. And do this three different times and you'll actually feel your body start to calm. It helps tremendously in moments of anxiety, panic attacks. I had a panic attack not too long ago, honestly, guys. Uh, it was just two weeks ago and it came out of the blue. I wasn't really thinking about anything. It just happened and they're scary. Any Anyone who has had a panic attack knows how scary it is. And I, that's what I did. I just immediately started doing my breathing work. And for some reason, when I have a panic attack, my arm, my one arm wants to go numb and I just start rubbing it. I just start rubbing that one arm, just rubbing life back into it. And I immediately just make my head go blank and I just focus on my breathing because in a moment where you're feeling like you've lost control, doing breath work is honestly a form of control. It helps you take Okay, well, there's one thing that I can control right now, and it is my breathing. You know, when your mind decides that it wants to be chaos, utilize breath work. I know it sounds cliche. People might think, oh, you're full of baloney. It works. It works. And you don't have to just do it for three breaths. You can do it for as long as you need to, that you have time for, and you're comfortable, and you start to feel yourself come down from that moment. Okay? Another thing that you can do um, is something that I am a huge fan of is Tibetan, um, I don't, I think it's called Sofuego, but anyway, it's like Tibetan singing bowls and um, different type of uh, frequencies, um, sound frequencies that um, just by meditating with them, sitting and listening to them, Actually, there's different frequencies, different hertz that cause different healings in the body. And I'm a huge fan of these frequencies. I actually, if you guys would go back and um, I think it was like the first year that I did my podcast, I did a whole segment on the chakras and how to balance your chakras, what are chakras and each chakra in your body, each ener energy center in your body. And you have seven of them. They each have a frequency that activates them. So you hear some, that's so like, if you're listening to music and if you're, I love music, I love all kinds of music. There's actually certain frequencies that like, if you get goosebumps when you listen to a song, it's a certain, like, yes, it could mean spiritual connection to that song. Like you're really, your soul is feeling that song, but it could also be that frequency that you're feeling, believe it or not. 
that they are, you don't even know is being put into that song. So, um, yeah, utilize sound frequencies. Look them up. I think it's called, I think it's called Swafe. I can't say it. I can't say it, but look it up. <laughs> sound frequencies. <laughs> and they have a lot of apps too. But, um, yeah, do something that just makes you love yourself after you do shadow work. That is probably the biggest, um, the biggest thing that I can, I can tell you to do for yourself. Um, and, and be kind, be kind to you. It's, it's not fair to, to not be nice to yourself. You, you can't be your own worst enemy. Uh, you're going to have a miserable time in this life if you, if you are my friend. So, um, yeah, I hope that this has been what you've wanted. I hope that I have covered shadow work for you guys. Um, it's never easy. Uh, it's something that you will always have to do. And if any of you that actively know me and talk to me on a daily, and if you have questions, feel free. I don't mind talking about it. This is the stuff in life that I am passionate about. Um, I, I am here. I've realized I've been put on this earth and been put through a lot of things on this earth to help others. And I know I may look like I have RBF on a daily and I do, I own it doesn't mean that I'm unapproachable and you can't talk to me, especially if it's about a topic like this. Like I wholeheartedly, those of you that I feel like know me know that you can come to me about anything and it stays with me because my, you coming to me is a confident and I don't go spreading anybody else's business. Um, I, I, you come to me and I, I try to help you the best I can. And it's just part of my soul contract, I think on this earth. So all right, guys, I hope that that was what you needed for shadow work. And um, I will, you will hear from me soon.